Hello and welcome to Soap and Mirrors, the podcast all about public toilets with me, Shivani. And me, Steve. And this week, we are talking all about performance. That's right. All about people's performance. Yeah. Have you ever performed while you're using the toilet? I mean, I've sang on the toilet before. Oh! Can you remember what song? Uh, is that, is this, was this a one-off thing, or do you regularly sing on the toilet? No, I don't. So I think I would have been much younger, and I don't know what I was singing, but I'm sure that I, I don't even actually specifically remember any cases. I'm just sure that, sure that I used to do it. Oh, I mean, there are very good acoustics in bathrooms normally. That's true. I mean, showering and singing is like the top place for a song. Definitely. I I want to know what people are singing on the toilets. Sitting on the toilet. <laughs> Sitting on the toilet. I think that's the standard song to sing. There must be lots of toilet-related songs out there. You know, punny toilet-related songs. Yeah, I can't think of any right this second, but they're definitely I can are. think of uh, Let It Go by Frozen. Oh, okay. So you're thinking of songs... That aren't specifically about toilets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many there are about toilets, but I'm sure there are some people who do sing on toilets. But if you are one of those people, do let us know. Do write in to to us, soapandmirrorspodcast at gmail.com and on our Instagram channels, which is at soapandmirrors, and even on Twitter, if you want to hit us up, at soapandmirror. I think there's still room for someone to become our very first follower. Ah, okay. Well, be that person. Be that person who follows us and sings on the toilet. Um, oh, Let It Linger is another good one. Ah. <laughs> Do you have to let it linger? Okay, uh, I've got a word in a different language. Ooh. And it's related to something I actually learned last night from another podcast I listened to. Um, so it's, this is fresh info, fresh from my brain to yours. Um, and the word is al-hamam. Okay. Is this Arabic? Yeah. Hey. (laughs) That's fast. It sounds like Arabic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does sound like Arabic. Um, and that's because it is. So the reason I chose this is because... I learned about this person who, her name is Enhedwana. Have you heard of this no. person before? She's quite old, like, old, she's dead, but she <laughs> lived quite a long time ago. I don't mean she's old alive, I mean she's old in time. Okay. She was around the 23rd B- century BC. Wow. No, not the, yeah. Yeah? I think so, yeah. 23rd century BC, so like 2300, 2400, whatever that is. Uh, and she lived in the city-state of Ur, which is in Mesopotamia, which is in, I think, modern-day Iraq, sort of, mm-hmm. is where that was. She is the first poet, and the way it was described in the podcast, she's the first singer-songwriter that we have a record of their name. Ooh. So she's the first known writer of songs and hymns and things. And she was, uh, she was a high priestess, she was pretty badass, and she wrote some songs. About toilets, I'm guessing. I don't think any of the songs are about toilets. <laughs> I don't even know if the concept of a toilet existed back then. Uh, I'm sure it did. I don't know. When were toilets invented? Oh, I don't know. That's that's another segment for another 
Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. But anyways, <laughs> the point is there were no songs about toilets. It was mostly about stories and things. I don't know. So hang on, I'm a little bit lost. How come he chose her? Oh, because she was like the first like performer, performancer, oh, I see, writer I see, of songs. Right. It's a bit tenuous. She wrote <laughs> songs. I think she performed the songs. So She may have performed them on the toilet. She may have had inspiration while using the toilet. Who knows? Exactly. Yeah, the, the key here wasn't the toilet. It was the like performance first singer songwriter and i just thought it was interesting myself and thought it was kind of cool hang on so have they been translated these yeah you can read them uh so do they have a particular theme i'm just interested in what was what was i think some of them are like stories about her life a little bit Mm -hmm. some of them are about like gods and things um yeah i think they're somewhat somewhat ritualistic some of them, because she was a high priestess, so she had, you yeah. know, part of her job was to do that kind of stuff. Okay. But yeah, you can read them on uh, the Electronic Text Corpus of Sumerian Literature, if you're interested. Cool. So as you can tweet that out to the masses. I will. Tweet yeah. it out. For everyone who wants to to indulge in the first recorded performance. Well, written. So, written I don't think they recorded it. <laughs> Well, they recorded it in writing. In writing, yeah, that's what I meant. So have you got some performance toilets related I do. I I was on the the internet machine and found various... I say various, I found one. (laughs) (laughs) One thing, one instance of... uh, I'm sure there are more, but one instance of a a performing while... It's not in performing. It's kind of watching a performance, I should say, while using the toilet. And it's an artwork. It's an art installation by... Okay. Uh, I don't know the nationality of, of the person who made it, but uh, I think he operates in Amsterdam. His name is Camille Rongen, and he's an audiovisual immersive installation artist. He also g- goes by the name Hyde Park, which is interesting. Hyde Park is the name okay. of a, a park in London, for those of you who don't know. Uh, and the artwork is called Pure Gold. And you have to imagine this. There's a building in Amsterdam called Mediomatic Biotope. It's sort of a collaborative space for creators and, and, and people to come together and, and share on their research. Anyway, along one of the walls on the outside are five urinals. On the outside? On the outside, yep. So, so you're on the street. Right, so, you could, so I could go and pee in one, potentially. Yes. Oh, I think it's, I don't know if they still exist today. I don't know whether this artwork was a temporary thing. It was, I think, done in 2015, I want to say. I might be wrong. But it was, it was a number of years back. And anyway, on top of the urinal, you'd be facing a screen, like a square-shaped screen. And it even has a frame, a little bit so like do a... So does each urinal have one? Yeah. Or is it a yeah. big... Okay. Yeah, so each urinal has a square screen. It has a frame, a little bit like a, a picture frame that you'd get in a gallery, you know, like uh, paintings have frames and stuff. And yep, I'm, I am yeah, aware of the concept Yeah, so those, of those, those sort of fancier frames, not just a, a standard <laughs> okay. frame. And while you're peeing, you watch this artwork and the artwork has been made using urine, which, which sounds gross, but it's actually very beautiful to watch. And, and that's because you're not watching just, you know... <laughs> 
someone peeing because <laughs> that would be vile. Uh, it's it's more that this this artist uh, uses sort of liquids and fluid motion. Almost, I, w- I don't want to say lava lamp because it makes it sound really cheap. But can you you can just imagine the 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 visuals that lava lamp fluids make right through, through yeah, the chamber, but with but with urine. Yes, but it doesn't look like the consistency of a urine. It just looks like sort of droplets and... So how do you know it's actually because Because that's part of the description. It's part of the... It's on the label of the artwork. Sounds pretty shady. <laughs> you should get in touch with Camille Wrong and, and interrogate him. Anyway, the, the colours are very beautiful and pink and blue and green and well, okay, everything. Okay, what urine is this then? How is well, that urine? Well, this is the thing. You can, you can use imagery of urine and then you can recolor it you know this is oh so it's it's audiovisual art you can really play around with it and change the so he's kind of edited the urine to make it yeah to make it look a bit more beautiful because i think very few people want to just look at urine that's true yeah (laughs) and on 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 a nice environmentally friendly thing which is what rongen is all about uh the urine is collected to fertilize plants. Nice. Yeah. So zero waste. I found an interesting performance piece involving toilets that is artsy as well, okay. but it's different. Um, so they do exist. And this was a bit of a weird one. It was uh, done by a lady called Lisa Levy. So back in, I think, 2010, there was this sort of famous art piece thing that someone did um called the artist is present done by a person called marina abramovich and she just sat at a table and people could just come sit across from her and it was like whoa art um so this person lisa levy made a piece of art called the artist is humbly present and instead of sitting fully clothed on a table she sits completely naked on a toilet with another toilet facing her okay and people were invited to sit on the other toilet across from her did they have to also be like pull the pants down or be naked no but i from uh, some of the pictures i've seen which are definitely not safe for work okay. uh there seemed like <laughs> a few people did do the action of going to the toilet but i don't think the toilets were operational so i oh. think anyone that did that was just doing it to be part of the art or whatever okay and she also didn't um, ever use the toilet. She just sat there naked for five hours at a time. Did she not get cold? She, it was indoors. Still, sitting naked anywhere it makes you feel cold. Was the room heated? Was the toilet seat heated? <laughs> Ooh, I don't... See, I don't think the toilets were plugged into anything. Oh. So I think that no for the toilet seat. But if you're sitting on the toilet seat for five hours, you will warm it up. This is true, but that you're still losing heat. You're not gaining heat from anything. That's true. I mean, I'm sure they they could have upped the temperature or whatever. She's an artist. She's, you know, she can suffer a little bit of cold for the love of her craft. That's true. Uh, on performance, I've just got this, a little thing to add. Something that I did find. It's not a, not a piece of artwork, but it's something that I found, again, urinal-based, so very sexist, but oh well. Uh, Alma, Almap. BBDP and Billboard Brazil magazine created a urinal in 2012 and it was installed in a bar in Sao Paulo, which is in Brazil. And imagine this, you go into this bar 
in Brazil. Uh, you go into the men's. You go to use the urinals. Uh, one of the urinals, however, uh, mounted on the wall, has a electric guitar neck coming out the top of it. Okay, which is mounted on the wall. Above the neck of the guitar is an amp on the wall, a functioning amp. And you play, and you play music with your pee. Yes, that's how this is going to go. Exactly, exactly it. So in the urinal, there are seven little rods coming down, and on each rod is a little target. And so when you pee onto the target, there are pre-recorded electric guitar sounds uh, that play when you hit the different targets. That's and awesome. There are so many of those things oh, in urinals really? like that. So that's I've quite, never, yeah, never there's heard all of kinds. It. There's like scoring ones where you like shoot the ball at the neck. I've I've seen I've stuff. heard of the scoring one and I've heard of the fly, the painted fly. But this one is one of those ones that's so interactive in the sense that once you ha- play your performance, as it were, you can then go go to a website and then download your recording. <laughs> Nice. So you just have to look up at what time you peed, and then you can have a track. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, you get an MP3. <laughs> MP3, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so there we go. So c- since we since we talked about a bit about the first ever maybe singer, songwriter, person, do we want to talk about some other firsts? Yes, absolutely. Do you know... When the first toilet on TV was shown. Yes. Okay. Hit us up. Was it? I do know this one. I did know this one. I used to know. Is it like 1956 or somewhere around there? Uh, one year later. <laughs> 57? Yeah. Spot on. on. On Leave It to Beaver? Yes, it was. Tell us, tell us more, Steve. It was the first toilet show on television, but they were a bit hesitant to show it because it was still quite taboo to like show stuff like toilets and yeah which i just find bizarre yeah but that's the way it was so there there was a bit of controversy around it so they didn't actually show the whole toilet in this episode and they also delayed the episode i think so it was meant to be one of the first episodes and they pushed it back to to like figure out whether they actually wanted to do it or not how they wanted to do it they ended up just showing the tank of the toilet like the top Mm -hmm. water tank bit um because the episode was based around beaver i guess is his name um and (laughs) and i think his brother and they got a pet crocodile or alligator yeah i think alligator yeah an alligator uh and they kept it in the tank that's where they they kept their new pet alligator so you do when you get an alligator it's true best spot for (laughs) him Um, and so they never actually showed the whole toilet, they just showed the tank because they didn't need the rest of it. Yeah, I think there was, as but, you were saying, there was pushback from the, the whoever was broadcasting it because... Yeah, the network. Yeah. Uh, the, the producer of the show had filmed the toilet and then they, it was just not allowed. So they had to, they had to film it in, you know, with very tight camera angles to then only show the tank, which... Just seems a bit silly these days. When you think about uh, toilets on the screen nowadays, you know, in movies, TV shows, books, they're everywhere. They're just normal, and they're normal yeah, part of our no lives. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah. One thing I never found when I was when I was looking into that was how 
audience reactions were were people shocked or they did did they just not care i wouldn't be surprised if people had had a bit of a you know snigger but ran didn't... out in the streets screaming yeah <laughs> what have they done <laughs> but i but... tvs out the window right i reckon the majority of people probably thought nah whatever yeah we use toilets how about the first toilet on stage is this does this come after tv it comes before oh interesting um i, I bet it's really early like hundreds of years ago shakespeare maybe Mm-mm. wasn't wasn't uh you know what i again wouldn't be surprised if there was but unfortunately it's not what i found on my on my research uh, I have no idea. Oh, we need we need we need a, a Shakespeare expert to to write into us and, and let us know when the first privy or toilet was mentioned. I, unfortunately, I have not delved too deep into into Shakespeare plays. Uh, so yeah, it was much later in 1890, actually, the first toilet Ooh. on stage. Uh, it's actually in the Guinness World Records, so it's quite an official thing. Ooh, I've got one fun fact to quickly jump in about Guinness okay. World yeah, Records that it. I found, which is that they, because I was looking up the, this has nothing to do with toilets, but I was looking up the loudest bands, and I was going to try and use that to like decide what word to pick. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they, they used to have, the Guinness World Records used to have a loudest, like who was the loudest live performing band or whatever, but they actually stopped doing it because they... Made people's ear bleed, ears bleed. Yeah, it was bad. They didn't want people yeah. to aspire to being too yeah, loud, so they stopped doing it. I was going to say, our ears are very important. Yeah, that's a fun fact. Yeah. Unrelated. <laughs> well, Guinness World Records has a bunch of weird stuff uh, recorded, and this is just one of them. I didn't think I'd find this, but hey. The play that had the the toilet in it on stage was La Fille Elisa. So French. The girl Elisa? I'm guessing. Uh, it's originally a book by Goncourt, uh, but produced on stage by André Antoine in Paris, uh, France. Uh, and it was actually on the 24th of December, 1890. And the first act was set in a hotel room. So it had a toilet and wash basin in it. Ooh. Yeah. Controversial. I know, right? Afi Elisa. Or is it Eliza? Uh, could be Eliza. Eliza. Don't know how to how to know how to pronounce it. Okay, so there's something else. This is this is just how taboo toilets on stage were. So in nineteen fifty-three, the Lord Chamberlain at the time banned the sounds of lavatories being flushed off stage. Uh, this is specifically in a play called The Living Room by Graham Greene. Just didn't, thought it was in such bad taste to have a flushing toilet. And this was off stage that you could just vetoed. So it was just off the speakers, basically. A flushing toilet sound. Yeah. Or or whatever. Or wait, well, how, lo- what, how long ago was it? 1953. Either way, it could have just been someone with a flushing toilet and just made the flush. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that wasn't that wasn't allowed. But the the Lord Chamberlain could uh, uh, could veto performances uh, and sections of plays um, being performed because he 
had uh, the power to act as a theatre censor. <laughs> Why? Who gave this guy theatre power? It's one of those things. It's one of those weird royal prerogative things, uh, which which still exists today. In that the royals have power to do certain things that parliament like ban flushing toilets. At, at the time, it was offstage. very very much a thing, but it's been it's since been apo- abolished. Nineteen sixty eight. The uh, Theatres Act was passed, which abolished censorship. Oh gosh, I can't say it. Censorship on stage, and thank goodness for that. Because can you imagine if all of these things that are considered taboo way back, you know, eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, couldn't be performed on stage today? You just it wouldn't would have be, the right. Imagine, imagine Hamilton or Wicked with no toilets. <laughs> They're nothing. <laughs> We wouldn't have the place we have today know, if it weren't right. for the humble toilet. <laughs> so, so there we have it. We've got uh, the 1968 uh, act to thank for the variety and for modern theater as we know. Yeah, no, no, no. It's absolutely true. Pro- probably is true. It, probably not just because of the toilet thing, but for other things. Yeah, I'm sure exactly. It. Yeah, so we're referring to uh, the, the amazing creativity that that comes in with performances on stage. It's it's beautiful, yeah. Uh, what? So this makes me think. What about movies? Right. So we know that the first toilet on TV was shown in 1957. Do you want to hazard a guess at what point the first toilet was shown in a movie? 62. Oh, you're so close. It's actually 1960. Oh, very famous film. Very famous. Gone with the wind. When did that come out? I want to say earlier. I want to say way earlier. <laughs> Oh yeah, way earlier. When was that? When was that? 1939. Oh gosh. Okay, no. Think. Very famous film uh, with a bathroom scene in it. I've not actually seen this film, so... The one I'm thinking of is Ferris Bueller, but that's definitely not No. 60. Black and White. Uh, Hitchcock. Black and White. Hitchcock. I don't really know many Hitchcock movies. Psycho? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. You've heard of it, right? Yeah, and I can kind of picture it now, I think. It's meant to be the the famous uh, lady in a bathroom, in a I think bathtub, showering, and then the knife, and then that iconic music. Yeah. Anyway, in that bathroom scene, supposedly what happens is the camera pans from a toilet, and this is the first full toilet to be shown, and then it from pans from the toilet to the bath, and. I believe that the the idea of, of the, either director or whoever was doing that particular scene uh, was was setting up the whole you know we're showing you a toilet first we're already breaking barriers here we're already showing you something that shouldn't be shown on screen and then we move on to murder ah <laughs> you know it's the it's perfect a, ju- juxtaposition yeah. <laughs> taboo murder. Does the toilet come back ever? Or was I that don't the- know. Well, I'm not too keen on watching the film just because I don't like films that make me feel on edge. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> back then with all the toilets and stuff, that was so there because there would have been murders on screen before, but there wouldn't have been toilets. Yes. So the shocking part of that scene <laughs> yes! back then was, was the, the toilet, toilet. <laughs> followed by murder. Well, by run-of-the-mill, someone getting killed in the shower. Yeah, yeah, it's quite standard. First flushing sound aired on TV. 
When do you think that was? 68. Oh, you're close again. 71. And a sitcom, sitcom, uh, All in the Family. Have you ever heard of it, seen it? I've heard of it, but I've never seen yeah. it. Yeah. So there we go. First flushing sound. And then after that, just, it was toilets, toilets, toilets. And thank goodness for that, because it's just it would just be a bit silly if we just ignored that toilets. You know, as if we went on at that there's, toilet. I mean, there's first. just no need to. It, it's... I don't seek toilets in my in my media that I look at, but if it's not there and it should be, I'm certainly missing it. No. And in 2017, Steve, there was a Bollywood film made, and it's called Toilet. It has a, a subtitle as well. And what is it about? I wonder. Well, I know, right? I wonder too. Uh, I've not actually seen it, but I've heard some amazing things about it, and I will watch it, and, and hopefully I'll get to talk about it on the podcast uh, and, and in another episode. We'll do a Bollywood toilet. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just a, it's a film, and I'm really glad they made it. I don't know how much of an impact it has had, uh, but it's a film about toilets and eradicating I mean, open defecation, which which happens very commonly in rural areas in in the world a lot in south asia uh and obviously this film is bollywood so it's based in india but this uh, open defecation happens a lot in, in in south asia central asia and in some countries in africa it's just the norm and it it sounds like all these firsts of toilets and things the flushing it was basically all leading up to this movie right so all that came before it that was just you know the Hitchcock's toilet in the bathroom, oh, yeah. and you leave it to me. That was all just to set up so that this could be made, I think. Of course, because and it's... this is kind of the culmination of of all toilet. Definitely. Media. Uh, just just to consider how long humans have been around for, and you know how all humans need to to poop and pee, and then not me. No, Steve is a you know. <laughs> I just do it um, because I want to. <laughs> Not because I have to. <laughs> uh, and then it, it takes thousands of years to get to the point where we can show it on stage or on screen or in a movie. And even then, it's so incredible. I mean, to be fair, we didn't have screens like. <laughs> True, but I just don't know how ago. much it was talked about or, or say written in literature. You know, I don't. That, ooh, that, well, maybe we can do a toilet in literature. I one think we will have to. We've we've talked about it briefly in uh, in, I believe, in a season one episode or two where we talk about Harry Potter. Well, we talk about Harry Potter a lot. Oh, I mean, we talk about it every single episode. <laughs> we mentioned that there's the you know Chamber of Secrets and the in, I think it's in the Goblet of Fire as well where Harry Potter's. Like listening to the egg. There, he's always in the toilet. He's just like, <laughs> yes. right? And it's just, it's not. He needs that... some sort of like, he needs some like wizard laxatives. <laughs> like I don't know, or the opposite of that. Anyway, that is that's all I have to say on the matter. I think so. Well, I can't speak for you. I speak for me. <laughs> I think that's all you have to say on the matter as well. Thanks. No, I I don't have anything more on performance. Uh, and toilets but if you listeners do have anything then again do let us know we'd love to hear from you we shall now perform our final goodbye thank you for listening bye, bye.